conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. It is a brand new hour, and we're thankful that you are here. 866-WE-BE-BIG-THE-NUMBER, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and, dot com. Go there for all the information about the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, whether you are catching us on America's greatest radio stations on the Rick and Bubba Radio Network, you're listening to us on the TuneIn app, which is a free download that streams the show live for you, then gives you best of moments from the last 25 years. Add that to your arsenal. You may be listening to podcast archives. You may be watching live or on an archive on our YouTube channel. Uh, however you have the Rick and Bubba show, we are certainly glad that you are here. Uh, Team Rick and Bubba on the field and ready to go for another hour. And there's Bill Bubba Bussy, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here, and we're glad to have the very well-known James Spann in this very critical time with a hurricane bearing yeah. down on Florida. He's a man with a weather plan. He's the mighty James Spann. He's a mighty good Bubba mentioned James Spann is ready to give us the latest. James, Hurricane Dorian. Dorian on the board. Uh, The Hurricane Center just with a new package released a few minutes ago. The maximum sustained winds have increased now to 110 miles per hour. And this will likely become a major hurricane later today. And ultimately, ultimately, the Hurricane Center is forecasting this to be a Category 4 At the time of landfall, Monday night, that's Labor Day night, and this thing is going to be creeping through the northern Bahamas where we have a hurricane watch in effect. And again, it comes into the east coast of Florida, and the uh, uh, track just doesn't look good. It's going to be a perpendicular hit, much like Andrew in 1992, except uh, at this point, the landfall location is a little farther north. And understand, as you look at these maps... This will probably change as the hurricane gets closer. The forecasts are constantly revised and fine-tuned, but the way it looks now, landfall is going to be somewhere around West Palm Beach, Jupiter, Port St. Lucie, Fort Pierce. These are communities on the Florida Atlantic coast, north of Fort Lauderdale and south of Cocoa Beach. And remember, as you look at these maps, don't focus on that dot. Hurricanes are not a little dot. The impact will go out a couple of hundred miles. The main storm surge will be along and north of where this thing comes in. Uh, So, again, as we fine-tune this, we'll have a better idea of the storm surge placement and the degree of the storm surge. But understand, fellas, the the, the maximum sustained winds at the time of landfall right now are projected to be 140 miles per hour. Mm. Very dangerous hurricane, just nasty. And so the question is, what happens from here? The the last position on the Hurricane Center five-day outlook is uh, after midnight Tuesday night. They have it in a position near Orlando as a weaker hurricane because it is inland. The computer models, the synoptic weather pattern really favors a sharp recurve, a sharp turn north and then northeast uh, up the Atlantic coast which means if you're listening to us in states like Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, we don't expect any direct impact. And a lot of folks, as you know, have Labor Day beach plans. So if you're headed to places like 
Gulf Shores, Alabama, Destin, or Panama City Beach, Florida. No impact. You'll be okay. The impact will be well to the east. But, you know, some of these model scenarios are just not good. Uh, the uh, European global model, which is very reliable, rides this thing on the Atlantic coast all the way from near mm. West Palm Beach to Cape Hatteras. And goodness, think of all the people that are going to be affected by this if that scenario works out. You're talking, you know, Jacksonville, Savannah, Charleston, and the Outer Banks. And again, that's just one idea, but it's going to do something like that. But the exact location of that turn north and northeast will determine what population centers are impacted by this. And obviously, heavy rain and flooding will be a concern. Uh, storm surge will be a concern. And this thing's not going to move fast as it approaches Florida. So this could be a fairly long duration of very strong winds and very heavy rain for the Florida peninsula, not the panhandle, but the peninsula. James, based on where you're saying it's going to hit, and if it follows that path up a very populated area, this could be a very damaging hurricane. Yeah, the, again, we're just concerned about all these population centers that might be directly affected by this. And each population center will be affected in different ways, depending on how this whole thing plays out. But uh, again, if you're you know, listening to us, and if you are anywhere on that Atlantic coast of Florida, really from Fort Lauderdale north to Jacksonville, you need to be making plans now for extended power outages that might last for weeks. You need to make plans now to evacuate if you're told to do so. If you live in a, an evacuation zone, the local officials will make those calls in coming days. And obviously, the stores have been cleaned out pretty much. We've seen all the empty shelves. But remember, again, I'm, I'm afraid our friends in Charleston and Savannah are kind of watching this thing coming up on the Florida Peninsula. This will not do a Hurricane Andrew. In 1992, Andrew got back in the Gulf, wound up with a second landfall in Louisiana. This won't do this. This was going to curve up the Atlantic coast. So, again, cities like Savannah, Charleston, Wilmington could be greatly affected by this thing before it kicks out to sea. So, uh, again, just be pay very close attention if you're down in any of these areas that we're talking about. But on the other hand, if you're in, you know, some of the places we mentioned like Mississippi, Alabama, New Orleans, Biloxi, Mobile, Pensacola, no direct impact. Again, there's a lot of, you know, bad information floating around here, but we're very confident that there will be no impact there. And understand, things can change, but again, the confidence is high in that recurve. The question is exactly where does that happen, and we'll have a better idea in coming days. Well, um, so it's pretty clear if it stays, you know, how it's going to to what it, on the track it's on now, then everybody can kind of adapt to where they are. Air travel obviously will also be impacted. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that yesterday. Uh, they're making that clear a day. They'll be clear again today. There will be ripple effects uh, on people's travel. Yeah, and we should mention Disney World because this is Labor Day weekend, and a lot of people go to Disney World. Uh, what The weather should be routine in Orlando Saturday and Sunday. By routine, the sun out much of the day and always a few scattered storms about. That's just Labor Day weekend weather in Florida. But the weather conditions will deteriorate in Orlando uh, really beginning Monday uh, and Monday night. And by Tuesday, it's going to be pretty rough. Monday night will be pretty rough. Uh, in Orlando, it's possible now they could see hurricane force wind gusts and extremely heavy amounts of rain late Monday, Monday night and Tuesday. So if you're going to do the Disney World thing, you're, you're OK Saturday and Sunday. But beyond that, understand there's going to be a high impact, most likely. And as you say, this could greatly affect airport operations uh, all in the Florida markets, especially in Jacksonville, Orlando, 
West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami Beach. Tampa Bay is more of a question. Tampa Bay might stay on the good side. We can't guarantee that. That's a close call. Tampa Bay could stay on that good west side or or they could be inundated with a lot of rain and, and some winds there. Uh, that's a little tougher call, but certainly uh, Orlando, Jacksonville, those cities, it's going to be rough. So if you're trying to fly in or out of there, I would not even think about doing that uh, Monday or Tuesday. And as I always say, the airlines will basically make that decision for you because they tend to cancel yes, flights yes, you know, <laughs> before this stuff happens. Well, thanks. And for those that are in, in dangerous way, it's, it's very, very serious. So, so uh, hopefully, the hatches. Uh, hopefully and, and of course, we've heard, sadly, uh, this is the state of politics today. The guys were telling me some of the opponents of Donald Trump are hoping that he loses property and all this. Yeah. That, that, I mean, who says something like that? I mean, it, I think there's a time to kind of take your political views and kind of put them away, especially when we're dealing with devastation of a Category 4 hurricane. Yeah. And, and James, you pointed out before, some of these most devastating hurricanes that we have in history – were a three when they actually came ashore, right? Right, right. And understand, you know, fellas, we're we're right now. The Hurricane Center is forecasting this to be a Category Four at the time of landfall. Katrina was a Category Three at the time of landfall. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good analog here, like Ivan, Hurricane Ivan back in 2004. That was a Category Three at the time of landfall. People that live on the Central Gulf Coast recall that. Hurricane Frederick, 1979, that was a Category Three. So if this thing is a Category Four, you can imagine the uh, devastation that uh, is possible. And we don't say this to scare anybody, but we say this for people to understand. This is serious business. Pay attention. And yeah, pay attention and listen to what your local officials say. And if you have an evacuation order, get out. Thank you, James. I uh, hope you have uh, a good weekend. I know you'll, I know be, you'll be busy. You'll be busy, but, okay. but I hope you have a good weekend as best you can in a situation like this. Thanks for the update. Appreciate that very much. Uh, all right, more to come. Dr. Lou makes his first visit of 2019. That happens this hour. Uh, so there's more to come. Our number, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Listening to the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. 21 minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us as we continue to move forward. Dr. Lou will make his first visit, first stop coming up uh, next segment on the program. Um, so, this is a, you know, we always, we always start looking at what are the things that we start getting a lot of emails about, a lot of people talking to us about it on social media, uh, all of that. And one of those is apparently the SEC channel uh, is running a promo about them, them starting their coverage for this football season. And in that promo appears a Rick and Bubba sign. Uh, so we have – and I've had a number of people send me a frozen shot yeah. of it. I know, Bubba, you did too. Maybe well, I, I got I got text about it, but I have not seen a picture of it. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll show you. It, it, undoubtedly, they're just showing you one of their right. on-location things. And then you see in the background, or one of the shots on the on their promo right here, this this sign here. Here's what somebody sent it to me. And, uh, oh, very that, prominent. Yeah, yeah, very prominent. Yeah. Right, right there, over five. Yeah. Right and uh, and uh, so that that seems to be people well, are seeing. Paul it. probably asked him to put that. He in probably there. did. He did. This, this was probably a request. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, because you know you know how big hearted that Paul is, and uh, so. He, <laughs> 
Now, I understand, didn't I see where Feinbaum had to walk something back? He did. Oh, yeah. Sure Which did. is he, crazy. He had to apologize for something he said yeah. to uh, Miami, uh, Do- uh, Miami Hurricane fans? Yeah. Yep. and um, uh, about the third Dan, world college program? Dan Levitt died. Uh, he was uh, – <laughs> which I, he's turned into this, hey, I'm mad about everything uh, guy. He uh, apparently had something to say about Feinbaum's reaction to the Florida assistant band director being beat up after the game by Miami fans. and mm-hmm. We covered that story, yeah. And Paul reacted to that, and um, Dan Lebitard, um basically took Dan offense Lebitard. to how Paul described the Miami Hurricanes program, which was a third, third, world, third world pro- program, mm-hmm. and he said that he needed to walk that back. So he had to do that official you know, apology. You know what I'm talking about? You know, Lebertard. That, 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 that I'm trying to be sincere, but I'm really not. Yeah. yeah. That's the second time. What was I forget what that was. I mean, he had to do it one time before, too. You know, I, I thought he had a pretty funny show. You know, we had his dad do sitting do there do on do it. Do. You know, the whole thing. No, they still thing, do that, yeah. Yeah, well, the whole thing, you, you couldn't take yourself too serious. Right. Because it was funny, and that's why I liked it. But I, you know, he's got he's got very sensitive about yeah, yeah. a lot of stuff lately. Kind of turned into an activist, you know, which he I is. know doesn't really. Did he not get the memo? That really doesn't fit the "Hey, we're having fun out here." Yeah, I was talking about sports. And he pulled his show off a day. You remember that? He like oh, yeah. boycotted, and yeah. then he realized nobody cared, so right. he jumped right back on. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, before I, they realized. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if Dan realizes this. I think there's a lot of things that people can't function with without, but I don't think his show's one of them. No. <laughs> but but I, but I would uh, I would just say, did he not get the memo from the ESPN brass? Hey, this kind of stuff has killed our ratings. And and then when your ratings go down, guess what gets affected next? Revenue. Mm-hmm. Revenue. Adverti- advertisers don't like to buy advertising on tiny little audiences. So uh, <laughs> you know they got money to spend. They got to go where the people are. Yeah. And so if if well, was he was he offended by what Nick Saban said? Um, can I tell you? He I, didn't reference them directly, but we know exactly what he was talking about. He watched the Miami Florida game. Oh, you give him enough time, he'll probably be upset about that. He probably hadn't thought about that yet. He probably hadn't drawn that. You know, he yeah, hadn't connect, drawn the connected <laughs> the dots. Yeah, connected those dots yet. But uh, but we'll see. I did tell you what was kind of funny, and we you know we we all have you know, have our struggles, and it's funny because that's the that's the life we're living here in this fallen creation. Uh, try, trying to see if we can't find access to what can make us a little more consistent, and it's certainly not us, but it's uh, it's fully in him, in him talking about Christ and the Holy Spirit. But I, somebody made the point. It was interesting that Coach Saban was upset about players' lack of self-control but didn't have enough self-control not to cuss on the radio. <laughs> right. uh, but anyway. That's, that's a little bit irony there. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, you need to watch how you act. Yeah, probably so, Coach. All right. All right. You know, well, you know what I mean. You know, this is, see what I did here. Speaking of talking, hey, speaking of talking, see what y'all made me do here. Well, what I'm doing is to show the players how bad it looks when someone doesn't practice self-control. Right, right. Uh, I'm giving them an example of it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Can you prime ima- example? Can you imagine the first time that just went roaring across the radio? And, and oh, if, if anybody, like you say, nowadays most people don't even have a board op, but if they did have one, you think there was a call? Hey. Coach Saban, uh, Coach, Coach Saban just said something on "Hey Coach," and I don't know what I'm supposed to do about it. I froze. Yeah, I didn't. I don't have. Well, like you said, I'm telling you guys, if you, unless you do what we do mm-hmm. in this kind of show, they're not going to spend the money on the del- a delay. They, they don't need what they worried about dropping. You know, the oldie song in the middle of it or something. I well, mean, they don't, I, you know, uh, the, that's true. The, the people flagship and it probably have one, but they've got it for callers. You know they they're probably not set up. To yeah, they weren't. <laughs> and I, I'm gonna tell you, it 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 beats hard for a guy sitting there who is doing the board op job to dump Coach Saban. Right. You remember we called you, it the Kyle Bush meeting on that. The Kyle Bush incident we had when uh, we did the sports show and we were live on location oh, and boy. he didn't just drop a word; he dropped <clears throat> a very offensive word. Yeah. And we were all like, and but luckily the the board op caught it. Yeah. Or I mean, it was. 
Well, it Bub, was real offensive. Bubba and I, sadly, uh, we we actually were on location, if you remember, and we were practicing being on location in our new mobile assault broadcast vehicle. Oh yeah. And when you're on location, to decide to interview Ted Nugent that day, bad. Not, bad. not a well, good. Well, we idea. didn't we didn't have a plan. We, we got a call. Yeah. And kind of out of the blue, we had a friend playing with him at mm-hmm. the time, yep. Damon Johnson, and uh, and Ted called. We we didn't have him booked. Right. We we didn't know and. He goes on, and, boy, he, he told us he had a new song he wanted us to hear. He certainly did. Well, uh, I asked you. him what it was about, and he said, I think you'll get it right yeah. here out of the gate. Yes, and, he did. Uh, and then and he, we did. And we did. And and I, we had – Blair and Karen was running the board at the time, and we're screaming, dump him. Yeah. <laughs> and we, she, we just started, and she, she was like, I, I don't know if I can dump Ted Nugent. Well, <laughs> that's a, well once know. again, what do I do? it's exactly what we just talked about. She froze realizing, oh, no, y'all were on location. Is this on me? Yeah. And yeah. I and I didn't mm-hmm. – oh, so I'm the one that was supposed to dump Rick, him. you were screaming, dump him, yeah. dump him, dump him. Well, <laughs> the song was, was very clear what it was about, yeah. and – and the I things really, he likes, and he also life. and he also yeah. made a comment before that I won't say about he couldn't decide what category to put the song <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. If you remember that, yes, yeah, I've yes. heard Ted spill on that. Yeah. Yes, yes, and uh, and it was God. not, it was Quite not. You know, there's those things that, like I said last hour, that people can have different views on, and then there's those things that the whole world comes together and are equally offended by. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, and that was one of those days where that, there there wasn't anybody in the audience that said, "I got to tell you, I thought that was appropriate." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got a little song for you. Yeah. Tell what I can't decide. Yeah, nobody said, "Oh, they're just being ridiculous." Right. But you're, if you never heard that, I, I literally we just stopped interviewing Ted. And I'm like, Karen, please, Karen, <laughs> please tell me you're dumping this. <laughs> and we were on location, stuck out in that mobile. Yeah, we were out in the weekend. parking lot testing, testing it out. Greg, yeah. we were just testing, testing. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get back up to the studio in no. ten seconds. No, I just couldn't. Just, you course, can't. Ten seconds, not a lot of time. <laughs> of course, we've had to dump Speedy a lot here. Greg. No, the the tick scare. His face. Well, we because have, he knew what he'd done. He was looking at you, Rick. He was, I think I even said, Rick, Rick, he, was that. Rick going, that. he was looking at you. He was going dump, dump that. And then you just sat there. His <laughs> 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 look because he knew what he did. did you well, know, we say you know a lot what? of words. You know what, we now, say now a lot Bubba, of words. Now Bubba has the same issue. Yeah, yeah. Well, we well, say a lot of words, and you know we sometimes misspeak. Oh, we do. We do. I've certainly done it. I knew it. You know, sometimes we say things that we don't know we said it oh, until yeah. y'all react, and no, you're you like, you know, I knew exactly what I said. And, and the time I asked the band how everything was in Deer Lick Holla. Oh, yes, boy. yes, I do remember that one. Yeah, that one got away from me. It sure did, didn't it? Dr. Lou <laughs> makes the 2019 <laughs> debut. We'll hear from him right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour. I told you it was time for the debut 2019 edition. Dr. Lou himself joining us for the first time in 2019. And here he comes. Dr. Lou, Dr. Lou. That's Dr. Lou, Dr. Lou. The doctor will see you now. Oh, he's walking over to the drum set. What's he doing? Dr. Lou's on the drum
Richard Lou, what a way to get started. That's how you started. That's fantastic. Uh, good night. Hello, <laughs> Gaul and Groin. Guys, guys, I've been clamoring to ride some airwaves with a pair of deteriorating elderly overweight men. (laughs) You're in luck. Uh, You've come to the right place. (laughs) To be honest, I'm just glad week zero is over. Guys, you have you ever heard that term week zero? No. Week zero? No. Florida, 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 Miami, week zero. Florida, Miami, Purple and Miami, week zero. Guys, I haven't <laughs> I haven't heard that term since George Webby described Adler's jujitsu skills. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out with a roast, 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 roast. Hey! Serious. Serious business, guys. Football season is back, and you know what that means. There is a hurricane coming. Oh, that's right, guys. Dorian has her sights set on Florida. This hurricane is no joke. She seems to be taunting the state of Florida. Mm. Just, uh, just really, just taunting the state of Florida. In fact, the latest computer models show Dorian wearing bling on her fingers, shouting, 305, 305, 305. Don't you mess with our zip code up in this mug. We got the Miami Hurricanes winning 7 to nothing in the second quarter. <laughs> Guys, I I asked former Florida Gator Tim Tebow what he thought about the lack of lack of sportsmanship from the from the Miami Hurricanes, and he said, and I quote, scoreboard. (laughs) (laughs) That's Tebow talking trash. (laughs) Scoreboard. 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 (laughs) Guys, how about Coach Bill Burgess? Whoa! Come on, Bill Burgess. Wow. Guys, I've got to congratulate him on the huge honor of being inducted into the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame earlier this year. What an achievement. I mean, and what a hardworking legacy he created for the Burgess family with his accomplishments. So successful and such a hard worker. A man with that kind of success and work ethic must be so disappointed with how far the nuts fell from his tree. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious! Okay. It doesn't take it doesn't take long for a torch to be dropped. I'm telling you, Richard, oh. Richard, Gregory, get a job. <laughs> Look, he asked me that for a long time. Yeah. So when you you got a job yet, Dad? I'm in radio. No, I'm in a job. <laughs> Speaking of nuts falling from trees, mm-hmm. how about former Central Michigan wide receiver, now Oakland Raider, Antonio Brown? Mm. Guys, guys, Brown has joined the lineage of prima donna whiteouts of the past and has filed multiple grievances with the NFL about, of all things, you've heard about it, a helmet. Brown insists on wearing the helmet that he has worn his entire career, but the NFL says that there are now safer, equally comfortable helmets available for his choosing. Well, guys, although he is now practicing with the team, it turns out that Antonio Brown is still very frustrated. Really? Did you know that? Really? Yes. No, wow. He has consulted with common sense expert and veteran protester Colin Kaepernick on how to handle this situation. Oh, no. And Brown has decided he, too, 
will protest the NFL in its first game. That's right, guys. To show the NFL just how stupid they are, hmm. Brown says he will play the season opener without a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. No helmet. Look, Ma, no helmet. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I like it. That's not the only... <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good line. Hey! I was waiting on speed. You got to be the guy. Yeah. Yeah. You're the stadium guy. I just didn't want to overdo it. You know, I'll do that. Every I'll, every time there's a there, there's okay. anywhere you had a laugh track, that's when you okay, yeah. I'm, I'm in now. That's, that's not the only headline involving Antonio Brown, though, guys. Apparently, a lawsuit has been brought against Brown for not paying nearly $40,000 uh, mm-hmm. owed to a celebrity chef, Stefano Tedisi. What, 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 what was it? What was the name? Yeah, Se- Stefano Tedisi. Okay. After a re- after a recent meal, forty forty thousand dollars, forty thousand dollars on one meal. I asked Brown how in the world he racked up such a hefty tab. He told me, and I quote, "It was easy. I just invited Bill Bubba Bussy." <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious! <laughs> hey! <laughs> yeah, he could. A lot of people don't, don't know. His face. A lot of people don't know he cooked succotash. Really. <laughs> what does he cook? Succotash. <laughs> Guys, that that may be a Guinness Book of World Record for for how much somebody ate. Somebody give me ten grand. Yeah, uh, you don't remember uh, that. That's okay. Okay, sorry, buddy. Oh, the judge is getting ten grand for the for the judge. Or whatever. Okay, okay. but look, <laughs> all right, guys, you got to be careful on those lines. Hit it, Speedy. Early onset. Don't fail, guys. Guys, speaking of Guinness Book World Record, have you heard of the name Daniel Falil? Daniel Falil is a sophomore right tackle for the Minnesota Gophers and standing at six foot nine, four hundred pounds. Falil is the biggest player in college football. Most folks are very impressed by his size, but not Donald Trump. When asked about Falil, the president said, and I quote, That guy's got a serious weight problem. Go home, start exercising. Did y'all see that clip for real? Yes, yeah, yeah we, we did. did. We did. Rick and Bubba, how for about real? the how about the LSU Tigers? I'm not sure y'all saw this in the news recently, but LSU football unveiled mm-hmm. its state of the art twenty-eight million dollar locker room to the team, leaving wow. players speechless with its LED lined lockers mm-hmm. and individual sleeping pods. Honestly, guys, it feels more like a party pad than a locker room, which is what LSU athletic director Joe Olivo wanted. He wanted it to feel like a like a party pad. And he when <laughs> when I went to him, he he responded, and I quote, "We wanted a fun, comfortable environment where our players could lounge and watch Alabama in the SEC championship." <laughs> 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 yo, 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 Coach O, this SEC viewing party is dope. Pass the Doritos. Very <laughs> <laughs> tight. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really say that. Go Tigers. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> speaking, speaking of the SEC champs, I'm not sure you guys heard, but Alabama coach, head coach Nick Saban underwent hip replacement surgery this yep, offseason. Yep, heard about that. He told doctors that Dabo spanked his honey so hard in January that it totaled his hip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, spank that honey. <laughs> hey, spank the honey. <laughs> Wish I knew Lou's email address right now. Doctors acknowledged the trauma Saban experienced from the beatdown. For treatment, they recommended Nick stay off of his feet and off of the SEC ACC network. Dead coming! Hey, what's the line? Oh, don't it. It's early in the year. Everybody drops. That would have been good, too. Drop the punt. I'm used to that. Real talk, guys. This is uncharted territory for the Alabama football program as very few teams have competed with the college football juggernaut over the last decade. This Alabama Crimson Tide, especially those teams coached by protégés of Nick Saban. Have you guys heard this? Did you guys know that former Saban assistants are 0-16 versus Saban as head coaches? Oh, and 16, that's just crazy. You can imagine the sadness that these coaches are feeling. Well, when I went to ask Saban about why all his former assistants are crying, he responded, Because I just got dunked on! (laughs) (laughs) Why assistants crying? (laughs) That's good. Moving across the state. Speedy, there was your key right there. Well, I didn't want to overdo it. His head hurts. Moving across the state to the loveliest village on the plains, the Auburn Tigers are looking to rebound from an underwhelming 2018 season where they struggled to score enough points. The Tigers come into 2019 with renewed optimism as Gus Malzahn takes over play-calling duties. You guys heard this with freshman phenom Bo Nix, the son of former Auburn quarterback Pat Nix, under center. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and get your swig of water. No wonder you know I have a throat. <laughs> guys, guys, well, I went I went to catch up with Gus about his strategy for the offense this year for the Auburn Tigers, and he told me the playbook has received quite a makeover, saying, and I quote. Last year, our offense looked like Kelly McGillis, but this year, it'll look like Tom Cruise. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness gracious. Good night, good night aloud. Ugly. Top Gun. Set. Hook. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Speedy right there. <laughs> Speedy right there. Speedy has a good time. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Running late. Week zero. Speaking of Auburn, this has been last story, guys. <laughs> Speaking of Auburn, there has been quite an uproar recently regarding a redesign of the university's primary AU logo. Most fans wouldn't even notice the minor modification, which involved closing up two tiny gaps between the A and the U. However, many diehard traditional, traditionalist fans, that's a tough word to say, <laughs> the, the traditionalist fans have petitioned the change. Oh, wow. In response, university officials have released a statement regarding the logo edit in hopes of relieving the tension. 
It reads as follows. This is a statement from Auburn University, <laughs> just reading it verbatim. Dear Auburn family, we now recognize the level of ownership you took in the university's logo. Although, although we underestimated the importance of the tiny holes in your U, rest assured, we will never touch the big hole in your A. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Dr. Lou, we'll look at some individual games when we come back. There it is, the 2019 debut, Dr. Lou. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Uh, six Bubba, minutes Rick to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Simply say Bubba.com. Uh, if you're looking for the... You, if you want to come into, you know, current times, you probably want to get rid of the, the old security system if you even have one. Uh, but now's the time to do it. Simply say Bubba.com. Um, you know, is ready to to give you a, a security system that not only not only costs less, you don't have to. You know, it's not intrusive into your home. You can install it yourself in about a half hour. They monitor you for fourteen ninety nine a month. You're not in any kind of contract right now. SimplySafeBubba.com. You can get one of these security systems uh, with a sixty day risk free trial. But use this URL, SimplySafeBubba.com, and keep in mind just their video verification system alone, uh, it means that now law enforcement will be to your property three and a half times faster than under the old systems because, frankly, it's kind of the, the boy who cried wolf. The old systems have so many false alerts that you know law enforcement has to verify before they put all the uh, you know all these resources over to the property, but not with simplysafebubba.com because with video verification, they see proof that the break-in is happening uh, so much faster. So go to simplysafebubba.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. So, Dr. Lou, uh, here we are. Thank you for the debut. Uh, there's there's some there's some games out there for you to kind of weigh in on with your expertise. We don't have a lot of time, uh, but we'll try to jump into these. Um, we, we I guess probably the, the, the matchup that has the two best teams as far as uh, preseason hype, if you just look, uh, would be uh, uh, Oregon versus Auburn. And probably, mm, I don't know, maybe Virginia Tech, Boston College, I guess. Uh, so how do, you, how do you see the Oregon-Auburn game? Guys, that's going to be a great matchup. I, I think that, I think <laughs> that the, the University of Oregon will, co- will <laughs> come in d- dressed, dressed in some kind of crazy uniform. I predict that that will happen. To, that, and that they'll come out. I think his name's Justin Herbert, who's going to be their quarterback. So they're saying it's going to be a great player this year. I think this thing they'll come out. And they'll, they'll probably. They will likely come out, score, score a few points. But Auburn's defense, you're. Did you know this, guys? They're saying 
two to three of the uh, Auburn defensive linemen will go first round of the NFL draft. So they are going to be stacked up front. I don't predict, I predict that they'll try to run the ball just, just get up the middle. But yep. what's going to end up happening is they're going to get stuffed like meeting Bill Bubba Bussy coming up that middle. You're not going to go anywhere. Uh-uh. Uh, but uh, they're going to have a growing entry. Auburn wins the game. Okay, wow. So <laughs> you're, pick, you're picking an upset there. Uh what about uh, the the Crimson Tide? You talked about them a lot. They it's kind of an odd for a kickoff classic for them to be playing Duke. Uh, you, you give Duke any shot at this, guys? I think I think Duke will hang in there for a couple minutes, and then it, and then uh, Alabama will win by seventy six points. Okay, it'll be it'll be 78, 78 to two. Okay, <laughs> one one safety. Jalen Hurts leaves Alabama, goes to Oklahoma. Got the start. They'll take on Houston Sunday. It'll be Houston on Sunday over the weekend. It'll be a Sunday game. This is what's fun about Labor Day weekend. You've got games all throughout the weekend. And honestly, this game probably stands out to me as one of the most interesting of the entire weekend. So you get to church. You got to get to church. Just come home. Just get the tailgate ready. Then you can then you can go watch watch uh, Jalen Hurst as the captain of the team. And and I think he's going to come out there. And I think uh, I think he'll struggle. Tua Tagovailoa will come in. Uh, we'll take we'll take over. And and Oklahoma, and Oklahoma Oklahoma will will uh, will prevail. You, you, you call that one. Your beloved Notre Dame Fighting Irish playing on Labor Day at Louisville. Guys, uh, there's really nothing to say here. Notre Dame doesn't have any weaknesses. They, uh, they, they they're stacked in every position. I predict their 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 starting twenty two will probably all go in the first draft. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, the, the the first, the, I, I just I think that uh, Louisville Cardinal are in for a very long evening, and I I have a feeling we we probably uh, it'll be close, a hundred to seven. Uh, oh, wow, wow, The seven will come late in the game when we have all of our starters sitting on the bench. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. So the, so you and then the other there's a few others. But right. Is there any is there any possibility that Georgia? will not be prepared to go yeah. into Nashville and play Vanderbilt. Will they overlook this game? Guys, I, I see Georgia as being a team that is ready. They are ready to rock and roll this year. I think uh, Jake Jake Fromm will come in. I, I, I think he'll, he'll, he'll probably throw for 70, 75,000 yards oh, wow. this oh. season. Wow. Uh, he'll, he'll, have, he'll have a big year. That is big. Oh, that's a lot of yards. <laughs> yeah. It's like throwing to the sun in back. Yeah, that's a lot of yards. <laughs> a lot of yards, It sure is. Good gracious, a lot. It's going to be a big year for the dogs. <laughs> Thanks, Louie. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station. But they should be. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, thanks for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, all in the mix this hour. Eddie Van Adler has just provided free metal uh, with uh, Dr. Lou on the drums again for our studio audience, and he's got the YouTube option for you. 
there's the Hash Brown Hero. He'll be rocking phone calls this hour at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Welcome back. Rocking mic number two for 25 solid years. Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubba, welcome back. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. We do want to say thank you, Bubba, to our friends at Jack's Family Restaurants. Jack's mm-hmm. is back. The golden ticket seats are enjoying because we're kicking off football season this week. We 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 kind of skimmed over week zero, but now this is week number one. <laughs> and Jack's has launched their chicken and biscuits party pack. Watch it. Which the audience is enjoying. Yep. It's perfect. For tailgating this football season, they basically are tailgating right now for the big football weekend coming up. Mm. Uh, you can choose between 16 pieces of fried chicken or 24 chicken tenders with eight made-from-scratch buttermilk biscuits, all for $30. Football is better with Jack. So We're basically tailgating in here just in the air condition. That's it. Yeah. I'm going to remember this because like with my, my three boys, it's like you have a small team at the house. Oh, yeah. You know, they invite a friend or two. This oh. is perfect. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah. even if you're watching at home, that's what you're talking about. You got yeah. people coming over, you grab it, put it out on the table, so everybody dive in. That's it. So I like that box. The, the audience is loving it. Rick, what? From fun to this? Yeah. Well, you got to transition. Come on. You can't just. You got to have a mix. It's been a fun zone, but uh, you're America. Again, in our current state of your America, it doesn't matter. Uh, if you've ever done anything that's questionable, it doesn't matter when it was. It doesn't matter if you even remember it. Uh, you will, you, you could be just completely removed from whatever place of uh, authority you've been placed. Any, any job, it could be whatever. If somebody goes back today uh, with this story, somebody has gone back 52 years uh, to find something that the Alabama governor, Kay Ivey, says she doesn't even recall and isn't sure that it happened the way that her former uh, fiancé says it happened. Uh, there's even been others who said they were in this area, the Baptist Union, during this time period. They don't recall it. Uh, and now uh, the uh, the Republican governor has had to apologize for something 52 years ago that she's not even sure even happened. Yeah, yeah. Rick, it's kind of... <laughs> That's it's, pretty much it, where it, we are, right? It's kind of a long trail here right. to get to this, but her, her former... Fiance did an interview uh, on the uh, a college radio station or something tied with the university that he referred to a play they were doing mm-hmm. that she had apparently been in blackface in, and that that stirred all this up and and it happened what fifty two years ago I think and and the governor has said she doesn't even remember two years ago remember doing that or being in that and she's not denying that it might not have happened at the time but she does not remember it and has apologized for it well and here's where you have to be careful with sloppy journalism um is bubba was showing me that there's actually articles that have a picture of the governor and then a picture of people in blackface yeah not her no just showing historically that this took place but if you look at the article and you're not paying attention, you go, "Well, they got the picture right there." Right. right. But but that's not but that's not even she's yeah, not, it's even, not her. She's it's not, not even, her. She, it, it is from from Auburn and their yearbook at that time. But yeah. it's not her. So it is a little misleading in in that situation. But and there's some people unhappy about it, and she's apologized, calling it deeply uh, regrettable. But I think too, it also shows how far we have come in what 52 years, where that used to be acceptable, and it's not now. So, you know, people's feelings and understanding of that has definitely changed. 
Yeah, and which she, I think we should should be happy about yeah, the progress. Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, the the fact that this was going on with any human beings at this time is repulsive. But and she makes that point, and I I think one of the things she said that's important. She says while some may attempt to excuse this as acceptable behavior for a college student at Auburn during the mid nineteen sixties. That's not who I am today, and this is not what my administration represents or has represented all these years later. She's basically saying, look, I don't know what happened specifically 52 years ago. I do know that there was racism and this kind of stuff went on. I don't recall being part of it, but I certainly was around it. But here's what I would like for everybody to acknowledge. Do you see anything in my current life that reflects that I now – as governor and the, all the other offices I've served in for the state of Alabama, can you document any case that indicates that's the person I am today and that I have any racist agenda against any person of color or people of color? And I think that's right. I mean, judge judge everyone on who they are today. You know, some people, of course, now politicians never waste any time to, to grandstand. You know they will they will come out and say, oh well, now that we found this, you got to step down because that means she's a racist. You know, people don't change. Well, no, actually, people do change. I, I, I don't know if you know that. They, they actually do. Uh, I can speak to my own life. Now, certainly not all. Well, look at not, the name on our courthouse downtown. you yeah. got a, you got a situation of a guy changed there. Yeah. Hugo Black. Yeah. So, and, and we do see people change. You study that story. Yeah. Well, talking about from one end of the spectrum to the other. Yeah. Well, if you go back and look, and I, I just watched the movie not long ago. Oh, gosh, I can't think the name of it now. Instead of friends, it's talking about enemies. The bottom line is the story when there was once the Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan, and I think in Mississippi. I was going to rent that. Yeah, and and he turns out to be turns into being an advocate for an African American woman who's a civil rights uh, leader who keeps trying, and he finally teams up with her, and through the process, you know, changes his whole view of how the African Americans were being treated, and he goes from being the Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan to standing beside her and working with her. Mm-hmm. Are you saying he didn't change? You know, so so anyway, um, you know, I can tell you that I can I can look at a large majority of my life prior to 1996 that I'm not proud of before I was redeemed by Christ, but and I certainly am still in the process of trying to become the person that, that only Christ can make me. So I don't know that any of us would say that we've done everything exactly the way we wished we had done it throughout the whole a period of our life, but I think you have to say, do I see in, in the, the modern version of this person, whomever it may be, yeah. do I see traits that tell me that they are a person that still has the same views that they had maybe when 52 years ago? No, I, and, I think the people that work around the governor day in, day out, uh, uh, different colors and different backgrounds have all said that she's, she's about as fair a politician and straightforward as you, as you ever get. Yeah. And uh, and so I'm not a Kay Ivey apologist. There's been things politically that may or may not be, or even things she may uh, that she and I may disagree on. But we can't live in a world where you can go. And I certainly would prefer Kay Ivey over any Democrat. Don't misunderstand me. But uh, but and she's done a, a good job in um, almost everything now. But if if Kay no, it doesn't have to be Kay Ivey. Put anybody's name up there. We can't we can't go into this world. Well, we're going 52 years back into people's lives, and we can't even document or, or <laughs> that she was even part of what was going yeah. on. Uh, and, and this is what somebody said was going on in the 1950s, and and there's no other proof the of that. 60s, or yeah. 60s, yeah. yeah. 
but sorry, and, and it was Joe going Biden. On, Joe Biden to you, and it was going on, and it was regrettable, and and the way the people of Alabama acted, and even the way that the Southern Baptist Church acted uh, during the Civil Rights Movement is repulsive and it's wrong. But but there's people that were wrong at that period of their life that they don't live that now. I mean, we, you cannot say that the state of Alabama. You go 52 years ago and say, well, you know, Alabama hadn't changed. Uh, Alabama has changed tremendously. A whole lot. Uh, and I believe that probably Kay Ivey has changed tremendously because I don't see her governing as a racist today. So nobody has to step down for something they said or may or may not have done 52 years ago. That's ridiculous. Well, and, and too, Rick, she, w- she was in a play. And so that was part of the, the deal of the play, too. So And maybe they shouldn't have done the play, but – it's not like we haven't had actors and things that, that have done this kind of thing too. Yeah. I mean, you got to look at it in the context. Look for intent. Yeah, look look yeah. for the intent of it all, and look at and and, and I think <clears throat> she has. I don't know what else you would expect her to do or anybody in this position other than the statement that she made. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought uh, she. She's I thought not, she apologized and and uh, you know really did a nice job with it. Hasn't dodged the the, the situation. Yeah. Hasn't pretended to whitewash history. She didn't do any of that. Uh, she just said uh, all of that was regrettable in that era. I don't know to what degree I was involved in it. I certainly am not that person today, nor have, have I been in any recent part of my life. Right. So, but but now look, politicians are still going. Oh yeah, well you got a few already saying you got to step. Down well, the sad that, part, but, but a lot of them that work with her day in day out know that they have an asset in her that you you wouldn't want somebody else do it. Well, and even the people who are opposing her and saying this is still who she is, they don't mean that because they know that that's there's no in you can't make that narrative be true, but they say it anyway, just trying to see if they can get a hold of it. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We are back. LaGrange, Georgia. LaGrange, Georgia tonight. Uh, looking forward to being there with Faith Baptist Church, the men's event, Wild Game Supper. If you don't have your tickets yet to that, tickets are still available. You can get them tonight at the door. Uh, so all the details are at rickandbubba.com under events. Looking forward to being in LaGrange, Georgia tonight. So this every year we discuss this tomorrow, August thirty first. Uh, Speedy's mom and dad were married. Greg, you and uh, and me, our our parents were married. Uh, our parents are celebrating their fifty sixth anniversary tomorrow. What? Yep. Two. Happy anniversary, baby! I got you on my mind. So uh, what you actually saying? And it's bizarre that, and we I know we go through this every year that his parents <clears throat> and our parents strange were married the same year. Same day and probably the same uh, time during yeah, the day. Yeah, they, they think it was like between like a couple of hours was the only difference yeah. from what yeah. I've been told. So, uh, so anyway, so 56 years of 56. marriage for now. now are, are, is your parents 56 years or 55? No, 56. No, it's the same same. Same year. Seems like some came back. had the wedding the same day. Well, some t- reasons. One, same year. I may, I'm think, I may be thinking about something else. Something I thought was also the same. Somebody came back and said, I wasn't the same year. So it's not this. No, it's something else. no, no. Because I thought for years <laughs> we were how we help each this. other remember. Yeah. No, no, no. There, and I want to point this out again for those that didn't hear it in kickoff hour. You two never remember. 
He's the one. No, no, he I, is the force no, no, behind I, bringing this I, up. I talked to mom about this. On, <laughs> he helps you guys tremendously on this on front. On Monday of this week, my mom and I talked about this. I was waiting to surprise her tomorrow. I, to Matter, mom, I even know what mom and dad are doing tomorrow and uh, how they're going to – they've come up with an idea for their anniversary. See how he's kind of throwing He's throwing this at you because he found out the other day he's that you're going to, by there every other day and it's killing him. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to make up. I'll call her on my way home on Friday. <laughs> yeah, look, That stung. I saw that. When, he, when you found out he was going by their house every other day, that stung. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this, and it's not going to sound good, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> See, the three of us rotate on where we rank with mom. Dad, dad, keep, dad couldn't care less. No, but our but, sister's but, always first. With yeah, him. He, he made that clear when she was born. Yeah, you know, you guys are now downgraded. So, so he's never wavered that his favorite is our sister. I mean, he's never wavered on that. Mom, we rotate around. I don't think it's fair that that our sister is getting more time with them than than even you because her children are still young enough. That mom and dad keep them from time to time. That's that doesn't count. No, it doesn't. That doesn't count. I agree with that. If mom and dad are well, having, to, if mom and dad are having <laughs> to keep your kids, that doesn't count. It's bothering him. You, certainly, wounded. certainly, we all saw them more when they were helping with our kids. Yeah. You know, when the kids were younger, she has younger kids, and that's an unfair advantage, in my opinion. Rick, uh, you, listen, you let a three month span go. That's on you. It was three weeks. Okay, it was not three months. <laughs> three months. And uh, no, trust me, I know the time period because mom undoubtedly was taking make, doing check marks every time a day went by. <laughs> and uh, and of course, you know the thing I've often wondered about our parents, and I know we've talked about this before, is there there is a something about parents. They, they I don't know what happens when you become a parent and your kids become adults, but at that point. Undoubtedly, the phone will only will only receive a call. It one won't go out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, oh, it, it, yeah. It's, it's like a, careful here. You know, if you ever get to where you miss me, just call me. You know what I mean? But uh, but 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 she, well, oh, you're busy. Wow. Hey, well, it's kind of a test hey, of your heart. Hey, hey, you're not doing well here. Hey, yeah. hey, I know y'all are busy. You know, how you, that's always. Hey, I know y'all are busy. So, uh, mom and dad have uh, been, uh, and I know the Wilburns as well. Great examples of what God intended marriage to be, and they've Amen. been a wonderful Absolutely. example of that. So happy anniversary to uh, Speedy's mom and dad, to our mom and dad. Tomorrow, October, I mean, sorry, August 31st, and then it will lead today to a very uncomfortable moment because uh, John Wilburn, Speedy's father, has decided to write a generic poem yeah. that can be for my parents or your parents. Correct. Yes, he left names. Do I, and Greg's going to read it? With, Rick, I read with all music, John Wilburn poems. You know he that. is the official John hey, Wilburn reader. There's a couple lines I don't know that he's going to get through. Oh, my Y'all goodness. Y'all just might have to get tunnel vision. Titled, Mystery Solved, parentheses, It Was You. You, my darling, were a mystery in my early manhood years. Uh-oh. Who would be my woman, my companion, and lover for the rest of my Excuse years? Me? Lover? Well, don't, we don't want to think about hey, our parents doing that. No, John. no our, par- our parents I'm don't sorry, do that John. anymore. That, our parents never did that a, <laughs> one more time after we were born. Right. <laughs> Who would I give all my love to mm. and love me back the same? Who would bear our children? Who would change your name? Mm. Oh, the mystery. Who would be the one? Who would it be? Who would be my loving partner throughout eternity? Partner. And then answer the. Then the answer came like a blinding bolt from the sky. Suddenly, you were before me. I was breathless as I looked into your eyes, and my mystery was solved as you stepped into my life. And I knew in a flash one day you would be my wife. Yes, you came to me, and together we have built a home. The two of us are now one. You are flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone. That's from the Bible, y'all. That is from the Bible. 
Greg. It is Get from it, Greg. Greg's it is very from, emotional. It is from, it is from oh. the Word of God. I love you, my darling, as we celebrate another year of love and fun. Our romance may have started many years ago. Many years ago, I'm sorry. But to me, it has just begun. Happy anniversary, my love. I love you. And for some reason, it says you were man. Yeah, we don't know what that means. That could be a typo there at the end, at the bottom. Like, then it has the date eight thirty one twenty nine. I think it's supposed to be your man. I want to apologize to John. Yes. He's blind. Yeah. He is blind. Y'all. Come on, y'all. Yeah. He, he probably talked this this poem into his notes. He's amazing. Yeah. He is, and he's great poems. And I'm yeah. sorry, because Mr. Webb, I'm going to apologize because I do deliver these poems. I got a little. I, I blame him. I can feel Why it. me? I don't know because you're closest to me. You failed the there was, nothing, there was nothing inappropriate at all. Nothing. <laughs> well, look, I, but we're 12 years old. I find it interesting that we're laughing at the end. We're not laughing at the second sentence. That's the one That's the one that got me. Yeah, I, don't yeah. want, I don't want to hear that my mom is dad's wife. I, I, and, that and may be lover. one of my favorites, by the way. <laughs> Mystery solved. Parentheses, it was you. Oh, my gosh. Mr. Wilburn, excellent job as usual. Your Speedy, man. You didn't get any of that. I, th- I think it's, dad, it's supposed to be your man. I guarantee it. So, yeah, that's exactly. your man. Do you remember? You were man. Speedy, did, you got none of this from your dad. The ability to, no, to use no. words. <laughs> no, none. I just got the ability, the ability to, to use words. <laughs> <laughs> to misspeak words is what I got. He's got to be so this skips a generation. It does skip a generation. Speedy's yeah. kids probably can speak very well. <laughs> I think Reese. Yeah, probably, Reese has probably got that. and dance yeah. lots. Yeah. Out. Yeah, all of them do. I'm just. I'm just, just me. <laughs> well, there's a poem. Happy anniversary to her. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Great job. Yeah, happy got, happy anniversary, Mom. I'm going to call you before Greg or Angie. Mom, Dad, happy anniversary. I'm, I'm setting my alarm clock in the morning early. I'm glad y'all are one. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes now past the hour where all lines are available and you can get in right now at 866 we be big and we look forward to chatting with you guys right now a long distance directly assistance this Aaron coach you want to i say hey hey mama this is mr and the man blues all right, let's, uh, let's point you uh, while you're lining up right now in the Hash Brown Hero takes your phone calls. Handedco.com slash Bubba. Uh, if you haven't tried this yet, uh, you know, we've been laughing and cutting up and having a good time with the aging process for 25 years. You've, uh, you've been listening and watching us age right before your very ears and eyes. Uh, and um, one of the things that goes along with aging, and I didn't know this, I didn't know our teeth were going to move as well. I mean, can we get a break here? Sure. Can we get a break on something on this aging uh, well, Candid, uh, CandidCo.com slash Bubba has a clear alternative to braces. Uh, most of the time when you're a certain age, you're like, I don't really want to fool with braces, but the, I, I certainly don't want my teeth to be all gapped up where I can floss you know, with a ski rope. So what's happening now <laughs> is CandidCo.com slash Bubba will have an orthodontist who is licensed in your state, and they'll create a treatment plan for you, and you never have to go to the office. Uh, they'll, show you a 3D, they'll show you a 3D preview of what the final results will look like, uh, and I will tell you this: these when they when they make these clear uh, custom aligners, they, they they'll be sent directly to you, so you're not going into the office. You don't have an appointment. Uh, they cost sixty five percent less than braces, uh, and you can save thousands of dollars, but still have the straighter, brighter teeth in an average of about six months. You're one step away from getting straighter, brighter teeth right now. Candidco.com. Slash Bubba to learn more. 
Now, the reason why I want you to use candidco.com slash Bubba is I want you to get $75 off. That link is also the one you'll find at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. All right, to the um, to the phones we go. Hey, Rick, this is just in. Dad sent a poem. Uh-oh. No, I'm gosh. just kidding. Oh, <laughs> Imagine if he wrote one. Oh, my gosh. Well, no. my, Nana was watching. Our mom and dad were watching. Uh, and she said, I'm glad I didn't miss that. Yeah. On YouTube, and then she puts "Love You Too" T W O, meaning the two of us, yeah, with two hearts. So we're ahead of we're ahead of Angie. Okay, <laughs> or she's being sarcastic after that performance. Yeah, she's clearly being sarcastic, sarcastic. But in this text, I'm going to pretend yeah. that, that she was quite moved by it. <laughs> yeah. That's me too. Yeah, and that we just moved to the one and two slot. Yeah, I missed a call from my dad, who I think was going to explain you were man. <laughs> 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 to the phones we go, uh, Tyler in Alabama. Because that puts a whole new twist on the story. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> trolling, trolling, trolling. Get them phone to come trolling. To find out. Here we come, phone trolling, phone, phone troll. troll. Tyler, go ahead. What's going on, bigger <clears throat> you, buddy? You. Hey, uh, that was a pretty good little uh, poem there, you know. But every time Greg reads something, I always think about that big guy in Sling Blade when he's doing that poem. Yes. All together in the living room. Yes. The one, like. the one who was oh, the, yeah, the, the, the lyric writer. Those going to be on a Hallmark card, though. <laughs> the Medulla Oblingato. <laughs> yeah, that guy. And he's got on his, his mechanic coveralls. <laughs> We that con- movie. Wow. We continue. Uh, David out of Anniston, David. Alabama. David, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you, sir? David? And uh, no. David, we, what we, a buildup. Nashville, Fred standing by the Music City. Fred, go ahead. 30 seconds. Happy anniversary to everybody's parents. Man, y'all show has affected so many people out here to listen to you and <laughs> Y'all have inspired me with your goofing off and carrying on for years. I'm going to write a new book, and it's called How to Be a 12-Year-Old. I think it'll be a number one seller. Uh, thank you, and thanks for emailing me that, that line about 20 times. Uh, all right, Rick, so, the uh, dots are where I say they are. Right. <laughs> You're a tunesmith by trade. Oh, wait, something just happened to all of our phones. They cleared out and started yeah, overwhelmed, Rick. Uh, dot, Sam, dot, dot. Sam out of Holly Pond. Sam, go ahead, 30 seconds. Yes, sir. Uh, like like you guys' show, I just wanted to call with my support for uh, Governor Ivey and to say that 52 years ago I pretended like I was an Indian and I'd like to apologize to all the Native Americans for, for trying to be something I wasn't. <laughs> I mean, we all did that, by the way. I was in the school play as an Indian. Yeah. How about we that? We sure did. Oh, well, what do they call that? Cultural misappropriation? Yeah, something like yeah. that. I wasn't just any Indian. I was Squanto. Mm-hmm. Oh. See? Oh, wow. Yep. Yep. I got to show all the white folks how to blank corn. Yeah. All right, I'm going to issue an apology later. <laughs> we continue. Let's go to – Look, again, uh, it just underlines the importance of research and development and controlling your borders. Boy, it does. Rick, in the third grade, I played a lawyer. I'm really going to apologize. <laughs> yeah. Greg, don't forget the one time that I was Abraham Lincoln. Oh, yeah. Uh, to John in Gadsden, Z93. John, go oh. ahead. 30 seconds. Did uh, Bob ever uh, find a trout for his coons? Uh, John, we have not yet. Uh, we, okay, uh, we, we've removed, we've removed the food, although we did have a visitor again yesterday. So oh, no. yeah, okay. he's, uh, he's proving uh, difficult. We're going to, we're going to have to declare full out war after the holiday. Now Bass Pro Shop sells a trap. It's a leg trap for a coon and it catches nothing but coons. Yeah, I and saw that. It's, it with- only their little hands will go down in it. Well, mm-hmm. I was on that segment then. 
You ever seen a cat's paws? No, they, they, this is so small they can't even get in it. Mm-hmm. No, no well, raccoon got them little hands. I was told that even the live, uh, but but it can't be true because I know that Adler caught his cat Molder in one. Somebody was telling me that the odds of catching a domesticated cat in one of those lives, they normally won't go in them. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we know that Adler caught his one. Where's Molder's little off? We've, yeah. got, uh, we, yes. we've got a raccoon problem. We also have some uh, uh, some other critters that are getting in the yard and chewing them up. Armadillos. I got those. Boy, I tell you, you go, you go to such effort to try to get your yard nice, and they come in there, it looks like somebody run a rotor tiller through it. Well, yeah. I, I had one burrow up under the, the concrete pad that yeah. my outside blower. That. that is crazy. We got that my going dog on. Ran him out from under. We got that going on at the farm. And how about this? You can't catch them in the live deals. They won't go in them mm-hmm. because they're like but can't they, see. They're basically blind. So they said what you need to do, and they won't go after bait. Is the best thing if you can find like that where where they were going underneath, and yeah. you know that they're out. You just set it where they return, and they'll walk in it. On stand right, on. I've seen them put the little bitty fence up and herd them toward a trap. Yeah. you know, like in a whole yeah, yard, and it goes right way. into yeah. it. Yeah. But, but you can't just put it out there and say there's bait in it and think an armadillo will go in it. They won't. They won't do it. Uh, Tyler in Silicaga. Tyler, go ahead. Tyler. Thirty seconds. Trust me, I've, I've worked on it. Oh yeah. Hey, uh, just one thing real quick about the KIV deal. I don't know how <clears throat> how what her part in the play was exactly. So I can't really nail that down, but. If you're a black person or a white person in this country, what what can be your biggest gripe? Now, slavery and all that was real bad. It was, and I don't agree with any of it. But you didn't even get the rawest deal in this country. Passionate. Uh, I, I don't know. He was going to somebody that got a raw deal. I'm going American Indian. I think. You think going. that's where he was headed? I think that's where he was headed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to Jr. Or Eskimos in Kentucky. Jr. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm calling uh, that guy that just called and made that apology. That got me to thinking. I used to pretend to be a cowboy all the time, so I wanted to apologize to everybody for that. Now I pretend to be a real football player. <laughs> <laughs> I, they come. By the way, I do want to apologize. I believe it was Halloween, 1977. <laughs> I dressed as a hobo. And I know that was insensitive to our homeless. You're yeah. right, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah. was a, The hobo was the, the last minute cost. Sorry about the nap. Right. Sorry. Yeah, you got a stick and you got a bandana. Oh, here yeah. you go. Oh, Draw gone. a beard on you. Yeah. yeah. We continue. By the way, my dad texted me. He was your man, yeah. not yeah. you are yeah, man. Yeah, we, I, oh, well, we kind of That was pretty good. Yeah. 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 He said straight. you did a good job, even though you don't think you did. Kevin Thank you, and Dothan, News Talk 103.9. Kevin, go ahead. Hey, man. Yesterday on the kickoff hour, they were discussing the supper versus dinner. Yes debate and it was the last supper in the bible mm-hmm. so if the lord called it supper i believe it's supper there you go yeah <laughs> i think it's only dinner if you have like white tablecloths what they right. what, well, what, what we like read white, yesterday you know, white cloths years ago the the largest meal of the day was in midday mm-hmm. and it was called dinner when it moved to the afternoon, whatever your largest meal is, that's it's called di- uh, or my or supper. No, you right. no, you got it right. <laughs> you got it right. Dinner. dinner. Largest meal yeah. of the day is dinner. Yeah, there dinner are supper. And years no, no, no. ago, it used to be yeah. midday was your largest meal. My dad is and a perfect call, example. That's why some people call like lunch dinner. This guy that just called, my dad calls lunch dinner and dinner supper. He will, he never comes off of it. He'll argue with you about it. Sure. It's supper at night and dinner at lunch. Okay. Period. End yeah. of story. End of story. And the reason and, why. When it comes to Big Mac. Right. And I have always called it lunch and dinner. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And every time you bring it up, mm-hmm. hey, you want to go to lunch? Nope. Going to dinner, though. 
Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, what are we having for dinner tonight? I don't know. I know what I'm having for supper. Right. You know, you're going to uh-huh. hear that every so time. He, will when you talk. he won't come so off that, of it. So he, he's coming from that. That's Correct. what we just said. Absolutely. See, I know if Betty says supper, we're just eating normal. If she says dinner, it means we're going somewhere. Oh, boy. It's going to be fancy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And we were talking about the Auburn-Oregon game, and we were said, hey, it's around dinner time. Yeah. That's, that's when kickoff okay. is. And that's how it all started. And I thought, middle of the day, and then said, no, <laughs> dinner at night. And then, then we – Right. I looked it up and it said basically <laughs> yeah. the middle of the day used to be called dinner. But. Yeah. To uh, Kimberly, Tuscaloosa. Kimberly, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey. hey. Um, ha- I just got into the show um, a little bit late, so I don't know if earlier. Have y'all talked about Mark Prater and these charges? Uh, you know, it, I think a caller brought it up back when the charges were first levied. Uh, I think the update today is that he has uh, pleaded guilty to, to a, a, less, lesser, a lesser charge. charge. Yeah. Uh, so I saw yeah. that update uh, a moment ago, but no, we have not discussed that on the show. Okay, yeah, I saw. I did not know when it was first going on, but I saw on Facebook this morning about him pleading guilty to the lesser charge. Yeah, yeah. I think he's had some. That happened some, a while back. Yeah, this has mm-hmm. been a while back. He's had a, a tough run, and hopefully, he's going to work his way out of that. And uh, so that we certainly are hoping and praying for that. But uh, yeah, we did see that update today. But you're right, you're. You probably missed the original story, which was what several months back. So, but yeah, uh, so it looks like it's going to end on a uh, a deal that involves found guilty of the of a lesser charge. So, uh, so be sure and keep him in your prayers and his family. He's kind of been through, you know, a lot of it. You know, could be you know his own his own responsibility, but it's still problematic, and hopefully, it's going to get resolved. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. All right, here we go. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show. LaGrange, Georgia tonight. Uh, looking forward to being there representing the show. Uh, if you don't have your tickets to that tonight, all the details are at rickandbubba.com under events, Faith Baptist Church, the Wild Game Feast with the men. And if you don't have tickets, you can get them at the door tonight or grab them now, whichever you prefer. And uh, we'll let you come on in and hang out until we're full. And there, there's room available for you, even if you've waited till today to be part of it. We hope to see you there tonight, LaGrange, Georgia, Faith Baptist Church. All right, so uh, we have, Bubba, we love this footage. Uh, we have a fan that uh, that ran onto the field preseason game. Looks like uh, we've got uh, in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, and the good news is they're taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. And I believe that one of the Chiefs gets the opportunity to tackle the, to tackle the shirtless man. Yeah, it wasn't a total decleater, but he did bring him down, Rick. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I love when they do that. That's yeah. uh, you yeah. know, you love a good tackle. Oh yeah. yeah. Because so, the, the security people wasn't going to catch him. They were no, behind him. No, right. not at all. Uh, what we're going to show it is it's it's kind of a high view here, and you'll see uh, once it's kind of gets – they're on kickoff return, and here's the guys <laughs> on the 10-yard line, <laughs> and now he's coming. But look look here in the center. Uh, here's the safety coming up and pounding him. Oh, and taking safety him to the played it just like he's supposed to. Great defense. He yeah. broke down. He moved yeah. in, but he broke down, didn't get juked, mm-hmm. took him, wrapped him up, wrapped carried him, up. him to the ground. Carried yeah. him to the ground. You know, we've had some in the past where, I mean, I'm talking about people like this just got jacked. Yeah. Oh, I know. And Please I thought, look at all the security chasing You know, that if guy. that guy hadn't turned his back, he might have got it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but the right. security guys were behind him a step. Yeah. Right. I mean, they, yeah. yeah. 
Um, so he, I know what, they probably don't want the players doing that, but I love it. I wish you'd have What's the famous – I mean, they show it up from years ago, the guy that was running uh, around in that guy. Jack. Just, I, I mean, <laughs> hammered him. Well, he went – he ran on the field and back this was with, like back in the 70s. Well, yeah, right? that's, this is back when the NFL <laughs> – Back when they'd hit you. Back, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This was back when they did contact even in two a days. Yeah. And, uh, and everybody knew how to tackle. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and plus, there was no political correctness to be concerned about at all. And I'm talking about it was a D-cleater. Has he got on red, white, and blue underwear? He does. Looks like he's it. being patriotic. Well, he said he's making America great again. Yeah. yeah. Hey, here's <laughs> another view, uh, kind of from a different angle. Look at the guards. Like, oh, they ain't got no chance of catching him. I, if you'll notice, <laughs> if you'll notice though, this defensive back really drives his. He's driving his legs. Yeah. He, he, he's know, trying to win a place on the team. Right? He drives him on down to the ground. Yeah, now, this is a shame we don't lead with our face anymore. See, he led with his chest. Yeah, he did. Yeah. There was a day he would have led with his face oh, and hit him right my. in the back. I think you and, got to twist that head good for him yeah, on the did. way down. Yeah, look at that. Do, do, do you think, though, if you were in – I'm talking about you – know, we love this, but in modern times, do you think, look, I'm a player, I got a good good contract, I don't want to be sued by some guy attacking on the floor. I know. This is, tr- this is obviously somebody trying to – I'm talking about today's team. environment. I, I know, but I think deep down inside, I think I would think you're not supposed to be on this field, you're holding the game up, I'm going to light you up. Yeah. Because I know they're not going to do anything to you, so I'm going to give you a little something to remember me by. Okay. So you're going in not what we oh. should do, what we would do. Oh, and yeah, and I'd, I, lot, I'd decleat him if I could and probably re- give him the business on the ground, too. I give would, the too. business? Huh? I, I would, too. Um, <laughs> I'd put a knee up in him. <laughs> the, the, the football player hey, that, hey, stay off his field, pal. Yeah. <laughs> the football player that tackled him has made his rounds. He's been with the, uh, the Cardinals, the Bears, the Jets, the Eagles, and now the Chiefs. Oh, wow. Pal. Hey, pal. I love anything that ends with pal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. How's that kidney right there? Yeah, all right, we, pal. We, we know that Gronk has retired. And he looks thin. Rob Gronkowski is now has now started to reveal the devastating effects of a successful NFL career. Uh, Wednesday, uh, he, he talked about the toll that his years of football have plagued, the toll it's taken on his body and, his, and mentally. Uh, he said at one time he had a centimeter of liquid in his head at points during his nine-year career. Uh, he said, I felt my head. Uh, I used to have liquid. It used to be thick, like my head used to be thicker, a centimeter of liquid in some spots. And you'd be like, what the heck? And, uh, well, he's really explaining you could well. put. I started in, to say, you know what? I'm I think, not really following this. You know is that, what? Is that liquid in his head? How about this? I think he should just talk, and we'd all go, this guy's had a rough time. <laughs> yeah. But um, it, it didn't stop him from going to the parties. I remember. I no, mean, some of that dancing he, he was doing, I thought, would give you a concussion. Right. He said he's had a mood swings that were caused by brain injuries or the alcohol that he was consuming. <laughs> right. I threw that in. but um, <laughs> Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't know. Hey, that, hey, hey, I don't hey. know that your health is on the, the mm-hmm. edge, maybe as much as you're saying it is, right. because you wasn't acting like it at the time. Yeah, okay? Rob, if you're really that concerned, you go home and rest. You don't go out and act fool. Tell me how you were acting when you were sober. Remember, mm. remember. I don't, I don't, hey, look, if you start drinking that dark water, you'll have a mood swing. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me this in the in the parade. You remember one of the Super Bowl win parades because they have a lot of them there for the Patriots. Yes. Uh, did he not? Was it him that crushed a beer can yeah. on his head? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They were was throwing him out to the car. Yeah. yeah. Right, I yeah. guess right. So, on, I guess right on one. That liquid. may hurt your head. He might have had liquid on his head from the beer. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me ask you this: Did, so did he I think having a career that. in football that he wouldn't have? No remnants of it. Now, I don't know if he's becoming, you know, he's not baby that. Frank here. I, I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. He said, uh, I got done with my game. I could barely walk. 
now I can barely walk. I'm at the after party. I sit down and I'm just chilling all day, like the rest of the night until 3 a.m. I try to go to bed. I sleep for four or five minutes. I, I couldn't even think. I was in tears in my bed after the Super Bowl, after one of our Super Bowl victories. Sadie pulled a quad during the game, right? So he's just going down memory lane of ailments. What? I mean, well, yeah. I don't get the point of this. Look, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a tough game. You pay a price for playing, but yeah. you also get paid. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of notoriety, and that's yeah. a decision he's, you he's have a to wealthy make. Man. But I'm kind yeah. of, and you got to weigh whether it's worth the risk. And yeah. I don't think anyone forced him to play or held his family hostage and said he must play. No, well, now he was uh, he was announcing a partnership with a uh, some kind of company. They're selling CBD oil, right? Oh, um, Bob. Oh, mm-hmm. Bubs. Have you rubbed any of that on you? Growing <laughs> yet? They say, no, it, they say it'll cure anything. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba, that's right. We didn't think about that. Huh, Bubba? There you go. If well, it grow right, If it helped right now, I'd chew the plant up. You know? <laughs> 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 uh, Call Jenkins. He'll hook you. Uh, he sure. Yep. Mm. And you know, when and when you have an injury in the location where yours is located, and mm. and I've had this injury before myself, <laughs> it's hard to get anybody to help you. I yeah. mean, and no, oh, no, yeah. no, nobody, no, Rick, everybody, everybody wants to pray for you, but nobody wants to lay hands on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they better not. Maybe I, I got some CBD oil. <laughs> Good luck to you, Bubba. I'll pray it works. I'll pray it works. <laughs> Go to rubbing. Oh man! So there we go. Top of the hour, we'll be back. For some of you, you're leaving us. We hope you have a great Labor Day weekend. If you don't want to leave, but you feel like you're being forced to leave, you can always go back and catch parts of the show you missed on our podcast channel, our YouTube channel. You can also use a streaming app. Uh, If you're going somewhere where you're losing the show, then use the streaming app. You can pick it right back up when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. And my radio ain't never been the same It's a very funny thing How they make us laugh and sing I'm so glad they proved all of those critics wrong You got Rick and you got Bubba Man, there just ain't no other From Alabama to the world Still going strong Here we go, seven minutes past the hour. 866, we be bigs, our number to be part of the program. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix this hour. Ash Brown Hero takes your phone calls, and we will chat with you this hour on whatever's on your mind at 866, we be big. And we welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Well, Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for the privilege to do so. We have a, a Biden update Chuck again. Graham, state senators here. Chuck, come on, Joe. Stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? I tell you what, you're making everybody else stand up, though, pal. I want music to this. We choose truth over facts. <laughs> Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. There he goes again. 
Well, it's happening. Am I doing this again? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's happening again. Uh, you know, look, Joe. This reminds me of the way I screamed. I was screaming at the television on the uh, week zero game between Florida and Miami, when Florida gets the ball and it's over, and they th- try to throw some some out, uh, and they throw an interception. I'm like, why are you throwing the ball? Will somebody please tell Joe Biden just to kneel and let mm-hmm. the clock run out if right. he wants to? Be. The more he talks and the more he, the more he, he he's just really coming I off. I think if he just disappeared between now and Iowa, he might actually win that primary. Right. So <laughs> yeah. that, now we, we have Joe. He's got this story that, that a lot of people are talking about. Seem, it seems to be his go-to story. Uh, and he was talking to some people, uh, and then he, he starts talking about a four-star general asked uh, the then vice president to travel. Do you say it? It's a providence in Afghanistan. Kunar? K-U-N-A-R? Yeah, uh, and, uh, and so he, um, he, he wants to tell the story, and he said, many people told me, now look, because you got to set it up to make him a little <laughs> bit heroic. Mm-hmm. Some people told me, Bubba, it was too risky. Yep. He said, but I brushed off those concerns. You know why? We can lose a vice president, but we can't lose any more of these kids. It's not a joke. Thanks, Joe. Uh, so, uh, so anyway, this this story that he recalls going to uh, to to spend time with our military, people are saying he keeps changing the details of it, the time period, numbers in the story that they're forever changing. Uh, and and they're saying, and then he's kind of come back after we play this for you, and just says, "Look, I'm I'm just trying to tell you what he's trying to do, which politicians are very good at. I know I can't figure out the details of this story, and it's and it happened somewhat this way, but the point was this: hmm. the point was I was just trying to say that these people are heroic, right? Okay, would well, you say that they're heroic, and just say, you could even say, <laughs> look, I was there one time. I don't recall all the details, but it got it got very." Harry there and just watching their bravery was moving. Right. You know, but he, but he's uh, – Well, now, here, here's the problem, Rick. Uh, the, the reporters who are checking on this are saying almost every detail in the story appear, appears to be incorrect. Yeah. Based on interviews with more than a dozen U.S. troops, their commanders, and Biden campaign officials, it appears that the former vice president has jumbled elements of at least three actual events all into one story. Right. Exactly. This is this is the Hillary Clinton thing again, where she wanted us to believe that she was under fire. Do you right, remember this? Right. And, and that the people were firing on them, and that didn't happen. So it, it, they put together a montage. Now on radio, I'm just you're going to hear me say this year, yeah, Dateline, this yeah. year, the Datelines, because if you're just listening, it may sound like it's all one 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 telling of this. Yeah. These are going to be four different, I think. Or- yeah, yeah, it's going to be a couple of different ones. It starts off in 2016, and then you'll hear uh, uh, the difference. And, and Rick, you can tell him, but about how many times he's been over there. I've been in and out of Afghanistan and Iraq 28 times. I've been in and out of Iraq and Afghanistan over 29 times. I've been in and out of Afghanistan and Iraq over 30 times. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> and now we're going to get into the story and how it shifts. <laughs> Y'all enjoy. First of well, all, maybe he went PRT in a makeshift meeting room surrounded by rocks, mud, and sandbags. It's 2008. But 2008. filled with flat screens and computers. Hmm. A two-star general traveling with us performed an impromptu award ceremony. He gave a bronze star to a corporal who looked to me to be about 25 years old. I found myself in Iraq being asked by General Oriano, a four-star, 
Four now, we're at four star now. In a silver medal. Now we're going from bronze to silver. On a young captain. I have been asked in a forward operating Later base in, that month. in the middle of a godforsaken nowhere in the upper Konar Valley in Afghanistan to pin a silver star. Now he's been a young, it. coincidentally, Navy mm -hmm. captain in what they call a FOB, a forward operating base. I pinned medals on silver stars on soldiers up in the upper Konar Valley this is in not. the middle of a this just happened. firestorm the poor guys have gone through. Young Navy captain, Navy, Navy, up in the mountains in the Konar Valley in Afghanistan. Who had pulled a badly wounded gunner to safety, returning fire <laughs> to repel the enemy, and then, and then keeping his buddy alive until medevac arrived. Who had pulled out of a burning Humvee. Now we're in a Humvee. One of his buddies got shot, fell down this a ravine month. about 60 feet. Now he fell down. Now he's falling this down. This guy climbed down a ravine. Now we're climbing down. Carried this guy up on his back under fire. <laughs> he had gone down a ravine to rescue one of his men who had been shot. Brought him back under a hail of gunfire. Now we got a hail of gunfire. He was wounded, but the young man died. I know it sounds Wait a little corny, but uh, I don't think there was a, uh, a dry eye in the house. And the general wanted me to pin the silver star on him. And when I went to pin it on him in front of the entire brigade, and I went to pin the silver star with General Rodriguez, pin the, general's, the silver star on his chest. I got up there and stand, it's the God's truth, my word is abiding. Oh my God. He stood his attention. I went to pin him, I said, sir, I don't want the damn thing. He stood at me, looked at me, said, sir, now I don't, said want, he didn't the want it. I don't want the medal. I don't want it, sir. He died. He died. I don't deserve it. Do not put it on me, sir. Please, sir. Right. Do not do that. He died. He died. He died, Mr. Vice President. I don't want the medal. How many nights does that kid go to sleep? Seeing that image in his head. Dealing with it. Okay. Um, they said they got the real number from the Biden campaign officials. He's been to Afghanistan 21 times, not 28, not 29, or 30. Um, and they say that as they look at the history of this brave young man, that it appears that he's only had the silver star pinned on him by President Obama after he got home. Um that Joe Biden really has not put a silver star on anybody. Um, and um, hmm. and they're saying that, uh, as you hear, the stories seem to get more and more dramatic as the years rolled on, uh, just like our old football stories. Uh, and, and as a matter also, of fact, it, if I can go live 10 more years, I will be quarterback at my high school. Yeah, <laughs> um, it, it's pointed out because he's talking about a young Navy right. captain, that a captain would not be young in the Navy. In the Navy, he would be around 45 to 50 because they're ranked. Mm -hmm. You know, is different than what the all other kinds of problems are. with it. So, but anyway, well, you hear him changing it uh, in his own words, changing it. Right. Yeah. So that's not. We don't really have to research that because we have actually the recordings of him. It's his voice. He is speaking. Yeah. Uh, but it, at one point, we just hear saying he he helped his his buddy to the medevac could get there with no end. We didn't know what the end was. Mm -hmm. And then then we've we've been in a Humvee fire. Once mm -hmm. we were we were paled down into a ravine, and that seemed to stick toward the end. He used that one a couple times. Maybe that's what I, I don't know. Here's what we know. My favorite part 
is when he tells us that he's telling that God's truth is abiding. <laughs> right. That's when you better hold on. By gosh, when, when, he, when he lays down the truth of abiding, you better hang on. <laughs> Maybe Bidens have made a decision that truth is relative. As long as you, as, you, as long as my story, as good. long as you can communicate a dramatic point that that may help you to get elected, you know. Well, this is the guy. Look, he, his history is full of plagiarism, and I mean, he he does not have a good history on his his word being worth much, uh, even when he's using somebody else's material. All right, you know what? Yeah. So we'll come back. Your phone calls are next. Eight six six. We be big. Joe, just run the clock out, buddy. You're you're, you're Neil, take you're, a knee. You're twenty seven percent. Uh, we'll take your phone calls coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, 22 minutes past the hour to the people we go. Lines are available, and look at old Hash Brown Hero. He's ready to go. So uh, if you'll dial up, there's room for you. We'll get you. We'll get you in here. A long distance, directly assistance. All right. So uh, give you time to dial. If you dial now, you will get in. I want to point you to LinkedIn.com/slash Bubba. Hiring people. Let me tell you something. It's there's a lot more to it than just uh, putting an ad on in the paper or posting on a job board. Uh, you, you better fish where the fish are, and you better hunt where the game is located because most of the folks you're looking for, 600 million members strong, they're at LinkedIn. Uh, and they're 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 wanting you to know that they're adding uh, new skills uh, by the second. They're building their resume. The and look, LinkedIn's already done all the background work that you want to know. Is this person ready to move to a new opportunity? Are they good wor- working with people? How about their work ethic? All that's been done. Let's, let me talk. Hey, let me know. But let me know about their skill set. They've got that handled for you. So if you want to post a job and you want to feel and get a person that's going to be an asset to your company, you better be at LinkedIn.com/slash/bubba. Use that URL and we'll get you $50 off. LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. That's $50 off your first job post. Also, you'll find uh, that link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we go, phone trolling, phone troll. James in Mississippi. 30 seconds, James. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, this is James. Uh, hey, James. The Lord, I wish y'all lay off Joe Biden. Uh, why don't you uh, try uh, Googling Donald Trump? He has lied over 12,000 times since he has been president. I average 13 times a day. <laughs> I don't know about the number 12,000, but every time that, that, that Donald Trump says something that's not true, we do cover it, and we've actually made fun of him. So I guess it, the fact that Joe Biden and all the lying he's done, it's okay because Trump does it too? No, and it's not okay to name Okay, that, then that's kind of the point. Ow. How about we cover liars equally? Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to John in Montgomery, I-92. 12,000. Yep, 13, 13 times a day. Can we get to 12,000 that quick? But anyway, um, three years. John in Montgomery, I-92, uh, WLWI. Go ahead, John. John. Hey, hey, Rick and Bubba, how are y'all this morning? We're doing great. We're great. I, I call y'all kind of often. I'm, a, like I said, a veteran and a Thank former you. police officer. And I, I really <laughs> haven't served in the military. If a person fakes being a soldier or does what we call this uh, fake honor, I guess. Or stolen whatever, valor. You know, they, stolen valor. Yeah, stolen valor. There you go. They get reprimanded for it. and they're, they're... Uh, Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry, buddy. Ran out of time and no timeout was given. Brad in Tennessee. Brad, go ahead. Tough room today. 30 seconds. Go hey. ahead. 
I've been listening to you guys for about two months now, and my wife has never seen anybody tubing, so I got her down here, and we're tubing, right? Oh, there he goes. You're about to see it. Right? Tell your wife to look at the screen. There he goes. There you go. Oh, he's tired. Oh, yeah, he's still got some left. Watch the growing. I thought he left it in Legion Field. Hey, there he is. <laughs> Bubba just downs the ball when he goes That's right. That's all you can do. That's what Biden should do. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Heath and Calera. Heath, welcome to the program. 30 seconds and go. Yes, sir. How y'all doing? It's Heath. Hey, who, who's calling? This is Heath Phillips down here in Calera. Hey, Heath. How you doing? Heath. Hey, Heath. Thank you for calling. Oh, I just wonder if y'all noticed Aspen Career or – crisp and cold these past few mornings and i'm getting about ready to stick one with my bow just saying if y'all was all right, so He's I can speak. I can, can speak. Anybody, can can anybody it. interpret this? It's crisp and He's cold. He's on Noah. We ready to hunt you. Yeah, he okay. said it's crisp yeah. and cold the last few days. Now, we'll, that's a stretch. I, I did think it's a stretch, but that's cold. what he said. It ain't been crisp and cold. And he said he's ready to stick one, which means he's wanting to go bow, bow hunting. Hunt. He yeah. said, how about y'all? It's got him fired up. Yeah. I understand yeah. what he's saying. No, a little nip in the air. fall, a little nip. He said nip. little nip. Nip in the air. Yeah, am I ready to start hunting? Yes. Does it feel like hunting season to me yet? No. You can see Aaron. Too many weeds, too many, too much <laughs> underbrush, too many bugs. It it felt it it had that little feel to it this morning especially. It did. Yeah. I'll give you that. Play it. I wanted to come on in. It First was, morning in my garage didn't feel like it was an oven. No, no, yeah, yeah you're great. And I that. like that the humidity's dropped. I love that. Yeah, Even oh, yesterday, yeah. I was out in the sun yesterday afternoon, and it could get hot, but not like that humid hot. Yeah, yeah, I wish I felt like moving on? around. I'd love it. We continue eight six six. We be big. Let's go to uh, David in DeKalb County. David, you got thirty seconds. Go ahead. Good morning, Rick and Bubba. Hey, buddy. Hello. I know your father is a huge fan of Lonesome Dove, and I have a small woodworking business in DeKalb County. And I would like to send him. We, we've sold about 630 of our Lonesome Dove Hat Creek Cattle Company signs. I want to send that to your dad. So can I send that to the studio to yeah. get that to Coach Burgess? Absolutely. That's sure. Awesome. Yeah, send it to us. Okay. He'd love to have that. Okay. Well, how would I get that to you? Go, go, to, contact, the website. Go to contact yeah. at rickandbubba.com. It's right there. We will take care of that. Hey, man, thank you. That's kind That's of you very, to think of him. Nice. I feel like that's going to end up at the barn at the farm. Right? But probably. Uh, Wesley yeah. in Prattville, I-92, WLWI. Wesley, go ahead. Yeah, guys. I'm, this Joe Biden thing, uh, he is – my dad had uh, dementia slash Alzheimer's in the last couple of years of his life, and there's so much of what Joe Biden is doing that's exactly yeah. what my dad did. And and there's so many things, but as a family, we we pulled him out of the mainstream. Right. We didn't have him out there. Right. I think it's on Joe Biden's family. Yeah, it's um, you know, it, it, he does feel like there's moments where you go and look, we all get that way, and that that's not a dig at Joe Biden, but sometimes you do have to get to the point where you think, do I have the mental, uh, you know, capacity to do what's going to be need what needs to be well, done? Got to touch old timers too. If I become the leader of the free world. And uh, so it, it's a legitimate concern, and I, I know what you're saying, and I'm seeing some of the same things. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to Jamie and Jasper. Jamie, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yes, guys. I can't help but think every time I see Speedy doing his tuba dance about uh, Christmas vacation when uh, when Cousin Eddie tells Clark that he's part Mississippi leg hound, <laughs> they let him finish. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> once he ties into it, <laughs> <Just let him laughs> best thing you can do. Once he, uh, Bill in Huntsville, one hundred point three, the river. 
Bill, go ahead. Hey, look, as a veteran, I, I know that I can get confused about the different uh, missions and situations that I'm in, yeah. Afghanistan or Iraq, they all they all kind of run together. But but with with Biden, he to get some courage, man, he just needs to go on the back porch and start growling like a lion. Yeah. Oh, I heard about the lion. They was a lion, so I just start growling like a lion. Yeah. But if you're if you're gonna be running for president and you're gonna be making all these speeches, you're gonna be you know have a video camera in your face all the time. I think I'd have my act together before I start telling the story. No, it's important. Yeah, it's very, very important. And if especially if you're showing signs that there's gonna be a, like you said, a lot of times you're gonna have to communicate correctly, and not have to go back and fix it every time you say, "Well, no, I didn't mean it that way." Bottom of the hour, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Wacky world. Well, it may be one of the greatest marketing campaigns. It's got to be considered to be one of the greatest ones ever. Ooh baby, ooh baby, it's making me crazy. It's making me crazy. Every time, every time, every time. Well, Bubba, I have to. I would like to put up for consideration one of the greatest marketing plans of all time. Let me tell you when you know that a marketing plan has worked perfectly. When you started out being unknown in the chicken sandwich world, and and you went out and took on the king Chick Fil A, and your marketing campaign was so good, you're now being sued by a Tennessee man because you ran out of your chicken sandwich. <laughs> Now, yeah, now that, know, that's a marketing campaign. Yeah. I, I think I think we're gonna have to wait and see long term mm-hmm. how you know mm-hmm. their their chicken deals are gonna gonna play out. But I, I agree. I think this definitely is the beginning. When you're taking on a proven giant and you're the underdog, that's that's a tough deal. It I is. mean, it's a tough. And you're trying to get traction. You're trying to get. And you got them to engage you, which is step number one. Uh, that may be the most surprising thing of this Popeyes chicken campaign that they got Chick Fil A to actually start responding to them. Yeah, on social media and on their marquees. Uh, even this last one, hey, at Chick Fil A, we don't run out of chicken sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So, but 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 this is the thing that you love. <laughs> Popeyes would have mm-hmm. people got to eat on Sundays too. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's which what, I understand, but it's it, funny. It, it is very. It's you been a very funny campaign that. and. And Popeyes and I, I got. Hey, Jesus I, would laugh at that. Yeah, he would. <laughs> uh, matter of fact, the last time I checked, he was eating with his disciples on yeah. uh, on what they considered to be the Sabbath. That, yep. Uh, and we're talking about Gathering a little grain one. So anyway, a Tennessee man. You know, the the Sabbath was made for man. Man was not made for the Sabbath. Right. Uh, but anyway, Tennessee man suing Popeyes over what he calls countless time wasted. So they got him stirred, and he's like, "I wanted one of these sandwiches. Y'all got me stirred, but I was never able to score." The wildly popular crispy chicken sandwich that sold out. So he is going to sue Papa, saying that he was hustled, That's that they right. knew they couldn't meet the demand. He said, and and I, he said, I, I can't. I, he said, I can't even stop thinking about how much I wanted this sandwich. And now they they built me up into this frenzy, and now uh, I was not even able to get the products. Like they they marketed something that they they didn't have enough up 
for me to even get one. So, Rick, let's walk back through the marketing. Okay, Chick-fil-A owns, owns the market. They come up and challenge them and start, you know, these cute little attacks social media-wise, claim they have a chicken, challenging people to try them both, okay, and then say that theirs is going so good they're running out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he said he said that there was a there was a, there was an employee who who was hiding away the sandwich, say keeping some from himself, and then tried to sell them on what was the chicken sandwich black market. Oh, this guy's a nut! And he said that he gave him twenty four dollars for one, never got a sandwich. Good well, you're just an idiot, right? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah I mean, I, I who gives? I don't care. <laughs> hey, if it's the best sandwich, Chick Fil A, right? <laughs> well, you know what would happen, don't you? If I if I was the defense lawyer for Popeyes, I would say. We we want to first of all petition the court to throw out this case because we think this man is just a DA. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean. This guy twenty four dollars for a chicken sandwich that he never sure. got. So, but let's now let's talk about the brilliance of the plan. Oh, and, it's a great plan. Look, and and Greg, I heard you talking about it, and I'm with you. I think we should give him a standing O. Oh yeah. If you love marketing, you love this. Oh. This is not even about what sandwich you like and all that kind of stuff. This makes beanie babies yeah. like nothing. The the, the, the thing that, that gets me <laughs> is the fact that. We're fighting about a doggone chicken sandwich. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we're we're not fighting over a ribeye. I mean, we're we're fighting it's all over, about the hype. Right? We're fighting over a bun with fried chicken in the middle of it. You know, I just had, Greg, you like chicken, don't you? Love it. All right. So Mike I'm and Gadsden, chicken up. Mike says he owns a Popeyes chicken. So Mike, you said you wanted to clear what? Well, I was just going to let y'all know, guys. We've been selling a Popeyes chicken sandwich. I've been at Popeye's 31 years, and we've always had a chicken sandwich in our market. Popeye's had one years ago. The Popeye's franchise went away from it. We we had to go to Popeye's and be to get an exception rule to continue to sell what we do. And, of course, this chicken sandwich that they're doing now is just a little bit different from what we did. But what, we, what we've done in the years past is that we had a seeded bun with mayonnaise and pickles and lettuce, and a, a, and a great filet that we did like our regular fried chicken. This is what we're doing now. We're still doing it. So my stores have never run out. I'm, I'm on my way now to get bread to get me through the weekend uh, to continue this. So we're in Gadsden, Anniston, Rainbow City, Talladega. We've got chicken sandwiches. So Mike, people don't are, have to get mad and find, find people. Back are you, are you selling it. more now than you did? Yes, yes. This social media has has exploded us. We were selling five to six times more than what we were selling before uh, in the Rainbow City market in Anniston and Oxford. Uh, and Oxford's a new market, so we we just really taken off of it. So it's, it's really helped me to get the word out that we've got a chicken sandwich, and people have fallen in love with it. So it's really worked well for us. And, Mike, the fact that y'all are running out, I think that's just making uh, it more brilliant. valuable, right? Well, don't forget the – thanks, Mike. Don't, but not, not are you his selling them for $24 yeah. out the back door? Guys, it's become a status thing. That's what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about. This, it's, it's brilliant. But this is the brilliance. You, you're telling people that they're losers if they haven't had one. Yeah. <laughs> and and you, you need to sit in line to get one because who that, knows? That's where marketing works, and it's brilliant. And the use of their social media, the use of the hype, they get Chick-fil-A involved. And now in the places where they are out, and I know, Mike, you said you guys were selling a version of it before, so you've got it. But where they say they're out now, hey, it's out, which we all know probably isn't even reality. <laughs> Wait till they announce when it's coming back. And they said what? Download our app. Mm-hmm. So then you'll be alerted immediately mm-hmm. when it returns. So now. And you know what they'll do then? They'll all rush to Popeye's. Yep. 
And according to Mike, they've been selling that sandwich for 30-something years. Yeah, but he said it's been, all about the hype. He said mm-hmm. they did, all they did was stop with the mayonnaise and all that, and now they just put a pickle on it like Chick-fil-A. But here's and the they thing. they come out and called them out, and that was brilliant. So I was talking. Like a pickle on it. That's the one thing I hate about it. It's, mm-hmm. pickle. it's no, grown on me. I didn't I like at first. It. If a pickle ever gets on there, you got pickle taste. You I, don't I, don't I like the pickle taste. I, I do now. I didn't at first, but I do now. Let me tell you where you're missing Pickle that. me. Let me tell you, if you want to have, have a good time, tell somebody to throw a little, little cheese on it for you. Yeah, buddy. But let, let me go back to this. So what's happened now, and I talked to a guy who is in the chicken business. I mean, he, he every time I see him, I say, you, you say chicken business, you mean chicken houses? No, no. He, he's he's out there. He's a guy that, that sells processed chicken. He gets with you and say, hey, how much chicken y'all need? He's putting yeah, the chicken okay. deals together. Mm-hmm. And I'll ask him, you moving that chicken today? He goes, we're working on it. And I said, so talk to me about – he goes, you realize how much chicken this, this country consumes? I said, oh, my gosh. You know what he said? He said, this will affect the price of chicken for a short time. Yeah. He goes, I'm talking about wherever you mm-hmm. buy chicken. Hmm. He said, for a short time, this rush on chicken sandwiches for Popeye's, because now their order will change <laughs> and demand will change. He said, it won't last long. It'll adjust, and we'll catch up because, we, hey, we can move chickens. Mm-hmm. He said, but you will find there'll be a brief run where this, this, this promotion – Will raise the price of chicken for a short period of time. Yeah, that's well, how I, he I said. Have, that's how impactful it's been. How how well it's worked. I, I know several several people that have chicken houses, and they they said, "Boy, it's just mm. you know, with the Chick Fil A rise, they just mm. keep building, keep building." Yeah, this guy would be the guy that would come to you and say, "We yeah. need, we need this much chicken." Right. You think he doesn't? You know, love chicken? For, for, chicken farming has really got high tech too. Maybe. I mean, it it's yeah. It used to have standards. I mean, it's high tech now. You know how certain men, especially if they're a little bit older than us and they've worked hard and they got you know they they got they're a little tougher. Yeah. There's certain topics you don't bring up right. based on their expertise. Yeah, do not bring up people suggesting that Kentucky Fried Chicken was making chickens in test tubes. Yeah, oh, I know. So for I some reason, that topic really sets him off because <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah, because well, it's, it's so ridiculous. because it's so absurd. Yeah. So what do I do every time I see? <laughs> of course, say <laughs> so, you know what I heard. <laughs> Y'all still processing? You know what I heard. <laughs> so Popeyes doesn't do the test tube thing. <laughs> what, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so, yeah. so anyway, this has been a magnificent promotion. It doesn't matter how you feel about chicken. It doesn't matter if how you feel about Popeyes. It doesn't matter how you feel about Chick Fil A. We're just strictly saying, as as marketers ourselves, this is brilliant marketing. It is. And with that being said, our common sense is a superpower T-shirt is almost about to run out, and we may never have them again. That's right. <laughs> but you can so get you need them. to get them now. You can get them at rickandbubba.com yeah. by clicking on the store before they're all gone. Uh, we'll be back. As may never fact, be back again. They're printed in Florida. It's going to be destroyed by hurricanes. There it is, Bob. And, and each one is individually numbered, so the one you get is not like any other one. We'll be back. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Final phone calls if you got them. If not, we'll run through what stories are still on the table. We'll spend quite a bit of time on a packed house today saying hello to our friends in the Golden Ticket Seats. All that's coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG-LINES are available. Let's go. Come on, let's talk. I said, every hour. Ash Brown Hero will take your phone calls right now. Their lines are available, and I'm going to give you time to dial up, too, because I'm going to do this. I got a ticket. Hello, Golden Ticket Seats. There they are. Uh, Where's Jeremiah Shropshire? Right, I'm on the front. I was a little late, but I'm on the front. I got my beard perfect. 
He's here. Amy Childry. Amy, you've been listening to the show a long time, haven't you? She's, you're, she's a Rick and Bubba veteran. Uh, also, uh, she can just get down to the gym. She'd have it made. Is, is it um, is it Stifle? Do I have it right? Stifle? Stifle? I have no help for me today. Uh, Angela and Dennis Stiefel are having an anniversary today. One, two, happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. Wait a minute, I got a poem. I need to read them. Greg, you don't read them a poem. Uh, Robert Hissall, where's he at? Or is it Hysall? Hysall. I got no help. No help today. Russell Miller. Russell Miller. Where's Russell? Hey, Russell. Uh, Whitney Patterson, right there. Uh, Corey and Amy Wilson. Right there on the back row, Jim, Chelsea, Chris, Tompkins. There they are, right over there. Uh, Robert, is that supposed to be Robert? All right, Robert. Uh, we left out a T here. Robert and Patty Johnson. Uh, but you never know, some people may go by Robert now. Now, I'll tell you one thing, it brings a terrible connotation with it. Uh, but uh, we also have Kathy Barker, Penny Miller, Hank, and Patrice Humphrey. All in the golden ticket seats today. And they all take home a pound of BuzzBox coffee. They get a Rick and Bubba double CD. And Greg, what you got for him? I got Calatrin. Greg's handing out Calatrin. It's our kind way of saying you need to drop a few. And there it is. So Calatrin. And speaking of Calatrin, I'm going to say it because you'll keep forgetting they have the contest going on again, Greg. Again? I keep winning. I want to share the love. Right. But uh, go ahead. Yeah, go vote. Toploss.com. Toploss.com, vote for Greg for to win again. I give everybody a head start. <laughs> yeah. It's the because folks, of our listeners. How about they, they participate. <laughs> the folks at Caltrain say you can never run anything into the ground. No. no. You know what I mean? No, so, sir. Yeah, Rick, right. no, no, no. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, vote for Greg. Vote for Greg again. Uh, so uh, take that with you and enjoy that today. And thank you all for being here. Uh, to the phones we go. Uh, let's go to Ben. Ben is in Tuscaloosa. Ben. Hey, ben, welcome to the program. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, I called in the other day to talk about Speedy punching the mannequin, and I heard Greg making fun of my voice, so I was going to do my Greg impression to make fun of his voice. Okay, all right. You need to pan down after he does it. (laughs) Well done. Well done. (laughs) Is that Bernie Sanders? (laughs) What do you mean, Craig? Uh, <laughs> let's roll up to North Carolina. John's standing by. Johnny, I'm campaigning. <laughs> John, how you doing, buddy? We're Ruben. Good. How's it going? Uh, I just wanted to say something. I want to say something about that Biden story and the captain. That it's true. I remember our ship was tied up at the port of Kunar Province in Afghanistan, and that day the tide was real low and there was sand all around the ship. And I can remember Biden walking up to the ship. So that story was true. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, sir, for your All service right. or for driving the boat. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Tim. I remember it. Uh, I Oxford. Remember, I don't remember him walking up to the boat. I, I, this guy is clearly a mental problem. <laughs> I'm not sure how to follow that one up. No. Well, <laughs> you know what you do? You don't even attempt it. You just yeah. have your own time. Yeah. Uh, Tim, go I ahead. Just about hung, I just about hung up after that one. So. <laughs> but uh, we were talking about uh, people pretending to be other things and have to apologize. I think uh, two things. Speedy needs to apologize for being a non-smoker, um, pretending to be a non-smoker. And Bubba definitely needs to apologize to the pickleball people to for pretending to be an elite pickleball athlete. Yeah, so there we yeah, go. Yeah, no both of you. Both, 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 yeah, that's we a, struggle with pretending. I know. Yeah, well, he was, like one of he us. was already nervous after I the guy. 
Uh, let's go to Drew. He's heard about all smoking jokes there are. <laughs> Drew in Tuscaloosa. Drew, go ahead. Hey, I know that the uh, hop video didn't work out for Jacksonville States, but I think Popeyes could have used it. You know, instead of red paint, could have used ketchup and mustard, and a big guy jumping around could have been opening a chicken sandwich. You know, I, I, I hate to have fun at the at the expense of uh, one of our favorite colleges and people that we love, but after watching uh, the seeing the score pull up after Jacksonville State's opening game where they got beat thirty five to fourteen, I think to myself, maybe the guy that ripped his shirt was the best guy they had for that. Greg, <laughs> or Rick, they did answer the question: Are you ready? No. <laughs> But there's always next week. That's right. By the way, they said Southeast Louisiana said, yes, we are ready. Uh, so, uh, anyway, we continue. Let's go to Frank in Tuscaloosa. Frank, welcome to the program. Frank. Hey. Hey. Listen, hey. That caller that talked about the boat at Cunar Province, it's landlocked. Ain't no water around there. That's the Hindu Kush Mountains. Well, maybe that was that, that. Is that the joke the I guy was making? Was the I joke. think the guy was doing a joke. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, is that why he said he walked up to the boat? We Got didn't it. know okay. enough yeah. to get the joke. Sorry, North a lot Carolina. That was delivery. Uh, yeah, that was. Tim. They could have worked on delivery. Tuscaloosa, of course, it's almost football season. They're dominating the phones today. <laughs> Tim, go ahead. Yeah. Hey, I uh, woke up in a cold sweat last night. Nightmare. I, I dreamed Beth Mullins was calling the Alabama Duke game. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see the Crimson I'd Tide. Rick Burgess call. Hey, do we I'd know? Have Rick Burgess call the game? Is, is Beth Mullins and Beth Mullins call do, the game? Do, do we know who's calling the game? I don't know. Might be Beth Mullins. Saban. Saban had a few words say on his radio show this week, Greg. <laughs> a little what? spicy. Hey, he said, "Tell you what, uh, you want to talk that crap? Then <laughs> so you can." Uh, Rick, have her say get, a little spicy. Is a little spicy. <laughs> My Saban was a little spicy. Somebody get a timeout. He's a little bit spicy. Whoever's calling the game, I'm sure the Bama fans won't like them, and they'll say they're against Alabama. You know who? Hey, you know who the Tide's playing, Greg? Who's that? Duke. Duke. <laughs> Duke. They're playing Dukies. <laughs> Bama should be glad this isn't basketball. Yeah, true. I mean, shooting from downtown. Oh wow! Swish. Nice touch. <laughs> nice touch on it there. I'm authoritative. I'm hanging here with the guys. This is what I dread <laughs> no. about football. I go down <laughs> the sidelines just talk to Rocky. Uh, let's go to um, uh, let's go to Allen Tuscaloosa again. Alan? Yeah, Tuscaloosa, home of champions. Saban, spicy. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Allen. How's it going, fellas? Good. Hey, spicy like hey. that Popeye's chicken sandwich. That's right, baby. That's right. Hey, that's the important thing today. Forget the politics, the football. It's the chicken sandwich, baby. That's it. Got a tip for all you guys. Uh-huh. Mm, tip. You go in there, the line's long. A uh, lady told me the other day, she said, come over here and order and uh, get the spicy. Nobody's ordering the spicy. Get the spicy chicken sandwich. Oh, my gosh, guys. It's great. <laughs> Roll Tide, War Eagle, and God's on the throne, guys. Have a- <laughs> there you go. Like, oh, my glad glad wow. he made it third. <laughs> After those order. comments from Coach Saban on, hey, Coach, yeah. they're going to change it to the Popeye Saban chicken sandwich. Not spicy. <laughs> Saban. Just order the Saban. It'll come spicy. <laughs> Beth Mowens has the ESPN noon game uh, on right, Saturday. A nooner. South Alabama at Nebraska. <laughs> Corn Huskers. Taking on the Jaguars. <laughs> Corn Huskers. And the Jags. Nebraska. Tradition. Big red machine. Taking on the Jaguars. Down there near Mobile. 
So, uh, <laughs> he's, he's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I need to get a timeout. Save it. Hey, uh, let's go. <laughs> Susan in Alabama. Susan, go ahead. <laughs> Good morning. Hey. hey. <laughs> hurry, Susan. Hurry. Susan, hurry up. Oh, I just wanted to say uh, hey to my um, my sister Amy and brother-in-law Jeremy. No, there's Amy. Jeremiah. Not Jeremy. I'm the front. You're hey. talking about Childy. <laughs> Amy Childy. <laughs> Right, it's your sister. Tell her hi. <laughs> Thanks for being with us. If you leave us, have a great weekend. Enjoy it. We'll be back on Tuesday, a replay on Labor Day.